so many of the Republicans, Joe, have shown themselves to accommodate themselves to whatever the environment is. In a way, I guess it's a deep cultural, conservative cultural insight, which is the environment uh, matters a lot. John Kennedy said that there's a reason that Profiles in Courage was a slim volume. There are not many people in politics or in any arena of human life that have the courage to stand up when it's difficult to stand up, when there's a cost to it. And I think what we're seeing is this radicalization of the party which started with a base and was amplified by Trump and now has spread. And Republican after Republican after Republican has accommodated themselves to it. So you've now got a situation in which Liz Cheney, who is as conservative as can be, is a pariah in the party. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's been an advocate for QAnon, uh, is more popular than, than she is. Uh, so this this is really a dangerous time. And for people like you and I, who have been part of the Republican Party, it's a painful time because yeah. um, this party is is a dagger pointed at American democracy, and we have to name that. And Mika, yep. just to, just to add, Mika, to what Joe was saying about Newt Gingrich, you have a prominent Fox News host now saying of the FBI, they've declared war on us, and now it's game on. I won't even get into what Steve Bannon and others are suggesting, but this reality TV show hosts run in American politics likely coming to an end. Why don't you get ahead of it if you're a true conservative like me, if you actually believe in small government, if you believe in balanced budgets, if you believe in a strong NATO, if you believe that we push back against tyrants in Russia, if you believe that that capitalism is preferable to what they do in China, if you if you believe that people like Margaret Thatcher actually turned Great Britain around and, and turned it into a stronger country, that Ronald Reagan checked a lot of the the most extreme elements of, of the 40 year rise of the welfare state. If you believe that, then why don't you just come on in? It's okay to be conservative again. The water's warm. You don't have to be in a cult. You don't have to follow a fascist. You can just believe in small government and a strong military and yes, strong borders without all the fascists yet. You can do that. Why don't you try it? You might like it this week. Primary day in the state of Wyoming, where incumbent Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney is facing a number of challengers, including Trump-endorsed contender Harriet Hageman. Recent polling shows Cheney trailing Hageman by nearly 30 points. Cheney lost her position in House Republican leadership, and the Wyoming Republican Party voted to censure her for speaking out against former President Trump and for joining the House January 6th committee as its vice chair. Cheney has said again and again her top priority is to stop Trump from ever winning the presidency again, describing him as a threat to American democracy. Joining us now at the big board, national political correspondent for NBC News and MSNBC, Steve Kornacki. Steve, good morning. A big day in Wyoming and Alaska we'll talk about in just a moment. Uh, this polling has been a little spotty in Wyoming, but suffice Suffice it to say, a big lead for Hageman over Cheney as we go into voting today. Yeah, the polling certainly hasn't been encouraging for Liz Cheney. You take a look at the matchup. There actually is going to be a third candidate on the ballot here. But it's Hageman who's gotten the endorsement of Donald Trump, who's been leading, as you say, in the polling that's out there, leading by lopsided margins over Liz Cheney. Uh, you've got the dynamics here 
in Wyoming and in the polling. And then you've got the broader context for this. You mentioned 10 Republican members of Congress of the House, I should say, in the wake of January 6th, voted to impeach Donald Trump. And of those 10, Cheney was the most prominent and she has been the most persistent in her criticisms and attacks on Donald Trump. And just take a look here. This is the track record of those 10. What's happened to them politically in 2022 after casting those impeachment votes? And you can see here a number of them chose just not to run for reelection this year. And then you've got starting at Tom Rice in South Carolina. He was crushed in his primary. Peter Meyer, we saw recently, lost in Michigan. Jamie Herrera Butler lost in Washington state. You did have two who survived primaries. I think notable, though, here, David Valadeo in California. It's one of those top two primaries, all the candidates from all the different parties on the same ballot, top two advanced. And Donald Trump did not make any endorsement in this primary. He stayed away and Valadeo got through to the second round of voting. And Dan Newhouse in Washington state, Donald Trump did endorse a challenger of Dan Newhouse. But again, it was one of those top two primaries. It was a very crowded primary, a very crowded field, uh, a lot of different Trump aligned candidates. Newhouse got through. He got through with about 25 percent of the vote. So here's Liz Cheney uh, from the Trump standpoint. This is much more what he's looking for when he has candidates, uh, when he's backing candidates against uh, other Republicans. It's more of a clean one on one matchup. Again, there is a third candidate here. He's barely registering. So Trump's kind of getting that one on one matchup with Cheney. And the polling certainly is suggesting that Cheney is poised to join the company uh, of those other Republicans who've been defeated in primaries. You know, Mika, in this primary season, shape shifting Republican candidates who are trying to become as closely aligned with Donald Trump as they can be, even though they have no history of it, dating back to a month or so ago. Liz Cheney's closing ad is who she's always been for the last couple yeah. of years. And she's saying, take me or leave me. This is the truth. This is who Donald Trump is. This is what I think he's done to the country. This is what I think he may still do to the country. And she's willing perhaps to lose by 20 or more points to make that stand. Of course she is. Um, and we'll be watching this and then see what happens next for her. Uh, if she does indeed lose that election, which it appears she will. Uh, what will be next, she'll be on Morning Mika trying to scam uh, and uh, grift and uh, raise money for her ill-fated presidential run. It's all obvious. What they don't understand is that the people in this nation have um, understand what these quote-unquote faux conservatives, faux Republicans stood for. And what Cheney had the opportunity to do is is uh, is all phony, right? The ability, there's the discussions of cutting taxes now. And we're going to talk about the financial situation throughout the world with over $300 trillion of debt. Also, modern monetary theory, the, the whole um, explosion of the money supply. We have Dave Bratz going to co-host with me for two hours. Got Ed Dowd coming in from Hawaii to talk about the global economy. But most importantly is these uh, the end of the ancient regime of the Republican Party. The McCain uh, faction was taken out two weeks ago. You've now got Alaska with Murkowski and, of course, the Cheney Junta up in Wyoming. That's about to be blown up by the people of that great state <clears throat> about MAGA policies. It's not just about going after Trump. Is that she, she is, is she's a neoliberal neocon. This party, the, the 85, 90% of the people that vote in this party consistently are not neoliberal neocons. They don't want to fight forever wars. Uh, they don't want a burgeoning uh, administrative state. You know, Cheney and Bush had every opportunity to cut that. They actually increased it. 
you know, Joe Scarborough was around for years. There was no cutting of the government. There was no, uh, and the, how can he have tax cuts? Well, we have $30 trillion of debt, $9 trillion on the Federal Reserve. How can you even do this? It's insanity. Somebody's got to pay for it. All you're doing is shifting the responsibility to your children who will curse us in future generations. The, the bromides, the empty promises of what the Republicans, show me what they stand for. Tax cuts, deregulation, it's all nonsense. You can't, it's not about deregulation, but deconstructing the administrative state. That's what it takes people that want to go in and hammer. And that's part of the thing about the FBI, Willie Geist, Pearl clutching, and that even and that doesn't even begin to say what Steve Bannon's talking about. Yes, defund and deconstruct, and they're saying, trying to say, oh no, they're, they're anti law and order. That's nonsense. We're the law and order party. We have the police back. The FBI is not a police; it's a police state. There's a big difference. Okay, we've got a lot to get to. We're going to go from Wyoming to Mexico. We've got Alaska. We're going to obviously talk about the lies of the FBI and caught out by President Trump on his passport, also this affidavit. Release the affidavit. Here's why the here's why DOJ so adamant about the affidavit. Oh, it shows you past our investigation. That's a lie. Let me be blunt. Here's what it shows. They lied to the magistrate about all the cooperation of President Trump up until the time because the magistrate would have never agreed to have a, a home search, a basically a raid to ransack. He would have never agreed to that. If he knew the history of that, that's not in there, and that's what they've done to all these other affidavits when they went to the FISA courts. They lie or withhold information all the time, all the time. The other thing is that it will give, give you the identity of the informant. It will give you the identity of the informant. That's what they're trying to protect, the identity of the informant and also the lies and misrepresentations they told the magistrate. So that's why DOJ, what well, they want to selectively leak, uh, they want to selectively leak uh, to the press, to the media, and they leaked yesterday Nora O'Donnell, who totally looks like a buffoon. And let me be blunt. If you go to my Getter account up and it should be pinned, looking at my ever-cracked staff, it is. We pinned it this morning. Uh, it's pinned. Nora O'Donnell is the executive editor of CBS News. She should get the hook immediately. She can stay as the anchor. Who Nobody cares about that. She bought what the FBI did yesterday is they leaked again. Misinf- DOJ and FBI leak lies all the time. They leaked to her a blatant lie. There was no, not in possession of uh, of any passport. She went out there as they. Ex- she's just not some grandoon. She's just not an anchor. She's the executive editor of CBS News. She went out there and put CBS on the record as saying, "No, Trump is lying. They don't have the passports." Oops. They then shared an email shortly thereafter. Um, uh, the comm spokesman Taylor showed, shared an email that said there was communication saying, "Hey, we're going to return. We've got the passports. We can return them. Our bad." She, this is what they do. They spread their lies and disinformation by using not a complacent, not a compliant media. Their media is part of it. It's part of the propaganda apparatus. Nora O'Donnell is a buffoon. She was made to look like a buffoon in use, and she was caught out. She, if CBS is to have any credibility, because you've got a couple people over there that are credible. If you have any credibility, she got to step down. This is not a small thing. This is one of the biggest issues in modern American politics. And she blatantly, blatantly spread a lie for the FBI and DOJ. And this is how these guys roll. Let's go to Wyoming. We've got Ben Burkwam in, in Wyoming. We have Oscar uh, Ramirez down in Tijuana. Uh, and we've got a lot of footage to go through. We've also got Savannah coming on. She's going to break some news here. We've got a lot going on. Let's go first to uh, Ben Burkwam. Ben, tell us you're in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Give us a sense of where Wyoming is today. 
Yeah, first off, Steve, to answer Joe Scarborough, if he is the uh, representation of what a conservative is, uh, Republican conservatives want nothing to do with it. This is a repudiation of sellout Republicans. That's what we're seeing across America. We're sick and tired of it. Coming from a state like California, where we had for years Republicans tell us who they who, who we should be voting for, who they should be, uh, that, that we needed to be liberal light in, in essence. That's what they are. And, and really, most of them will tell you one thing and do the exact opposite when they get there. The reason why so many people stand behind President Trump and are going against people like Liz Cheney is because President Trump actually did what he said he was going to do. He didn't go up and, and drink from the, uh, the ivory, uh, you know, water fountains and, 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 uh, and eat at the, 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 the special parties that these guys had. He didn't go there to Washington to be a part of Washington. He went there to fix Washington. And that's what Hegman, Hegman represents in Wyoming. I've uh, been speaking to several people. The polls are packed. People are coming in, even more so than in Arizona, which is a good sign for Hegman. Day of election voting is, is going to be high today. And I think a lot of that, in talking to people here, a lot of that had to a lot of that had to do with uh, the the attacks on Mar-a-Lago and on President Trump, too. I mean, the, people are fed up with it. They're fed up with the injustice, the two tiers of justice, not having equal protection under the law and the weaponization of the media uh, and and the justice system. And so that's what we're seeing here. That's what we're seeing all across the country. They don't want the sellout Republicans like Liz Cheney. OK, here's what's very important. Uh, ben, uh, what Ben said, this is. A replay of Joe Kent. It's a replay of Kerry Lake and Fincham and Blake Masters, all in Arizona, and really throughout the country, even in the 2020 election. I think President Trump got like something like 75 percent, 80 percent of the game day vote. It's game day vote. It's game day. You have to turn out to vote. Okay, uh, in 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 uh, in Wyoming, Alaska, we need to see uh, a huge turnout today of the pro-Trump forces, MAGA, America First. We've got uh, amazing uh, candidates, uh, Harriet Hageman. We're going to try to get her later by phone. Also, uh, Kelly Chewbacca. And, of course, uh, Sarah Palin. So the, the Murkowski dynasty uh, is on the chopping block in Alaska. The Cheney dynasty is about to be uh, burned to the ground in Wyoming. But it's all about getting out and putting your shoulder to it today. Ben, I want you to hang on there in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. We're going to come back to Ben Burkwam uh, throughout the hour. We've got Oscar uh, Ramirez we're going to go to down in Mexico. We've also got Liz Harrington, spokesman, head of communication strategy for President Trump. He's going to come in and talk to us about these latest reveal. And President Trump really going off last night and that he wants the affidavit and all the documents. He wants everything out. Boom. Let's have total transparency, which is the only thing that's uh, important. Okay. A lot going on. We've got a lot of economics, a lot of politics. Uh, and a lot else today here in the war room. Take a short break. Be back in a moment. Everything's begun and you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. 
They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You know, the engine room just informed me I've had a slight slip, and that is, remember, the Bush apparatus was taken down in Texas with the defeat of the grandson uh, back in, I think it was in the spring, right? Uh, Also, look, we didn't have a full MAGA victory there. But we did take down the remnants of the uh, of the uh, of the Bush dynasty. Although some of the folks there are still Bush adjacent, but we'll take it as a win. Bush in Texas, McCain in Arizona. Uh, today, Cheney and Murkowski. Cheney in Wyoming, Murkowski in Alaska. These are the apparatuses that have controlled this party, the power apparatuses. And I want to show some. We had General Bolduck on yesterday. The general was on because he was with us a year ago. Uh, on the uh, extraction under fire from Afghanistan. We had General Bolduck on. General Bolduck will be joining us again this afternoon. And Anselm Ca- uh, College, which is the definitive polling apparatus. Remember, they're the people that host the, always the New Hampshire debate, the presidential debate in the primaries. Uh, they came out with a poll yesterday, if we can put that up. Uh, General Bolduck at 32%. The Sununu uh, uh, apparatchiks, one's at 16, the others are like 4 and 2 it looks like a total blowout for the general. And he's right, you know, he did this bootstrap. This is pure MAGA. I want to thank everybody in uh, in New Hampshire. But if you add that up, Bush in Texas, McCain in Arizona, Cheney in Wyoming, Murkowski in Alaska, and on September 13th, potentially it looks like Sununu in, uh, in New Hampshire, understanding that Sununu's son is running for governor again. I got it. It's not a, not a full takedown, but hey. Close enough in hand grenades, right? So it's it's momentum. And this is all MAGA with no money, being outspent 10 to 1. So a change is coming, and this is MAGA. This is a whole new outlook. This is populist nationalism to save our republic, take down the administrative state, focus on taking down the Chinese Communist Party, stop these forever wars. So talk about a forever war. If we do not get serious, we have a, we have a country full of decent, hardworking people that is tipping into a failed state and it's going to tip when it tips it's going to go quickly and it's going to go in a bloody quagmire mess and the united states is going to get sucked into this vortex this is not eight or ten thousand miles away on the eastern border of ukraine and in in these russian-speaking provinces this is not afghanistan uh this is uh absolutely in, in the this is in the suburbs of el paso texas in san diego california let's go to one of those suburbs tijuana mexico and our own uh, Oscar Blue Ramirez. Oscar, uh, what I did last night up on Getters, I went back, uh, I think it was a year ago in April, Daily Beast, you had started doing uh, reports on War Room, and Daily Beast went after you and said, this guy's a right-wing Trump 
uh, lover. <laughs> he doesn't speak the truth. And I, if you look at what you were talking about then and what came true, it's absolutely stunning. And it's a full face plant for the left wing media that try to take you down because your reporting has been cutting edge. You've been ahead of by months, if not years, what the gutless uh, liberal apparatus is. So give us an update on the uh, on the cartel wars that are now in uh, in the northern border of Mexico, sir. Thank you so much, Mr. Bannon. Good morning. And in addition to that, fear monger, conspiracy theorists and creating hysteria at the border. That was the names that these tabloids were calling me. But we have always continued to bring the news of reality and truth. Uh, sir, uh, again, more cartel activity, more violence. Uh, last night, two vehicles were burned in Tijuana around two to three o'clock in the morning. Uh, two more vehicles and three more in Mexicali, border that is connected to Calexico. Three vehicles, three buses continuously burn from 4 o'clock in the morning to 4.15 to 4.25 and to 4.30. The responsibles, they were identified in a uh, red Nissan that it was uh, driven by three individuals. Uh, also, uh, the general, sir, the secretary general of the, the National Defense has given statements, and you're going to say this is ridiculous. He said, uh, Luis Crescencio Sandoval said that these acts were only uh, acts of vandalism and it's a problem between cartels. This is the the not taking responsibility, sir, of our government, not saying what the reality it is that violence and insecurity has gotten out of their hands. The security of the citizens is not a priority for them and it needs to be a priority and they need to act responsibly. And they say we need to fight this and we need to go and fight against this organized crime and bring the security of the citizens. And also, sir, to in addition to that, two arrests, they were done uh, yesterday. Two two men and one woman. A man, uh, one of the men responds by Luis Javier. Uh, also, the woman is responds uh, by the name of Magdalena. And the third name is uh, Sergio Andres. Uh, sir, that is the updates. As you see, the military behind me, they're in full activity as they are coming out. We are outside of the military headquarters, sir. As the war against the cartel continues, just steps away from San Diego, California, in Tijuana, and also in Ciudad Juarez, border that is connected to El Paso, sir. Okay, here's the thing. Put it, contextualize this for us. Is this the governors of, which would be like governors of states here in the United States? In, in Baja, California would be like the governor of Texas. I mean, some of these monarchs, some of these states in Mexico are bigger and more powerful. Some are obviously smaller and poorer. Just like here in the United States, you know, you have the West Virginias and the Mississippis and you have the Californias and the Floridas and the Texas. But is this fight, I think what's confusing, is this fight right now among these governors that realize that this war is getting out of control and their, and their own people are being terrorized, including you saw the 11 gunned down in cold blood in Juarez? Or is, is the national government, because there's always been this question, although he's a left-wing populist, of how actually close... The president of Mexico has been and how how uh, patty cake he's played it with the cartels. So are you seeing is this a uh, is the national government and the federales getting involved? There's this still at the state level. No, is this is this the government, the government of Baja, California and the government of Chihuahua have been the ones that they have been pushing and have been basically, uh, you know, pushing the, the president to do something about it, Mr. Bannon there. They're the ones that they addressed the president and told him, you need to send uh, support. You need to send backup of the military. You need to send uh, Marines. You need to send intelligence agency uh, from the Ministerial Police. You need to send backup and support uh, our states because 
If you don't do that, we're going to have a hard time to control this. And they have sent, you know, as we are seeing in the images, they have sent multiple military men and also multiple military uh, ministerial police intelligence to address the situation and to address the insecurity. If it wasn't for these governors that they're pushing the president, the president will be in his comfort zone right now, Mr. Bannon. You, you saw it yesterday that he's blaming the right wing media and he's saying that everybody's sensationalizing this. And there were not many deaths as he's trying to, to denigrate the deaths that did happen in El Paso, that 11 souls were innocently killed and assassinated by these criminals and these horrific events that they were done in the past, this past Thursday and uh, what is border connected to El Paso, sir. I just want our audience to know that would be like Carrie Lake, right, saying I'm going to seal the border or Abbott, you know, Abbott talks about not doing, but she forced Ducey because Ducey wants to run for Senate in 24 against cinema. Ducey finally took action. But this would be the equivalent of a governor of Texas or a governor of Arizona actually taking action, um, although even more so because of the, the force that's been applied about the terrorism charges. Has that now gotten up to the to the national level? Where is it? Because this is a game changer. We tried. There was a there was an effort inside uh, the Trump administration early on to try to have the cartels designated as a transnational terrorist organization. Of course, the State Department and, and many other the factions inside the administrative state shut that down. But where do we stand with actually charging these individuals or naming these cartels, uh, particularly some of the more violent ones, uh, transnational terrorist organizations? And it is because of the governors, Mr. Bannon, if it wasn't for the governors of these two states and also the fiscal of security of the state of Baja, that his name is Ivan Carpio, they're the ones that they have been pushing for these individuals to be charged not only for organized crime, but for terrorism. So it is the first time that they, these four individuals out of the 19 arrests that there are the, the first four ones, they were transferred immediately to Ciudad de Mexico to the fiscal general of the Republic to be charged. We are still awaiting on that and we're still awaiting on the government of what they are going to say and when they are going to be prosecuting and their first hearing for them to see and to and to hear themselves to be judged on the terms of and claims and grounds of terrorism, sir. That is history in Mexico. The first time that Criminals are going to be charged on terrorism and the and the population is actually, you know, agreeing with everything that is being done with the authorities on these terms and on these grounds, sir. Uh, Oscar, uh, we're going to come back to you. Just stay there. We're going we're to have to drop you for a minute to open up some lines, but we're going to come back to Oscar uh, Ramirez a little bit later. This uh, breaking, developing massive sword. This is a signal, not noise. Remember. The, the, the cartels are in business with the Chinese Tongs. The Chinese Tongs are the massive gangs, organized crime in uh, in China, of which Mao Zedong, early on with the Chinese Communist Party, cut deals with the Tongs, with the criminal elements, because the CCP is just another. They're just, they're just the biggest and most organized gang, and they have state power. Let's go to Ben Burkwam. Ben, give me your assessment. You've been down. you got the, the great series on Real America's Voice uh, of Law and Border. Uh, you've got amazing footage from Yuma, Arizona. This is as bad as in Arizona. It's in California. It's in Texas. It's right here in our front yard. Uh, tell us about uh, your reporting from Yuma. Well, just to give you an idea, so we, we reported some of that yesterday, and if the guys in Denver can get this up. Uh, so with the footage that we had yesterday, nobody has seen this before. It's from the mountaintops just over the border in Mexico uh, where the wall ends between Sasabe and Nogales, Arizona. This is a corridor right up to Tucson, Arizona, and this is a cartel bunker. These are cartel permanent uh, Ford operating bases where the cartels live and they work. Uh, they are heavily armed, well-fortified, well-funded, and this is where they bring their drugs across. And the other videos 
that we have. Uh, this is from Tim Foley of Arizona Border Recon. Been working closely with him and their group down there. These are the drug trails. These are the trails directly from those cartel camps that are on the Mexico side. They have scouts and lookouts on the U.S. side. They control the high ground on the U.S. side in order to run these trails. And what you're seeing on the, the, the videos of the trails are are the cartel drug runners, human traffickers, and then right beside them on the exact same trails going up are the water droppers, the leftist organizations that come down from Tucson directly aiding and abetting. This is a war yeah. and it's being fought by the NGOs, by enemies within our own in our own country and people in Washington, yeah. D.C. trying to destroy okay. us from within. Hang on. This is why you need the footage. If you don't watch war, but just get the podcast or radio. you got to go to the website and get our footage. Short break. Back going to Wyoming and Liz Harrington next. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, the summits this week in Missouri, the, you know, the trial of the machines. We're going to talk about machines. I'm not a machine guy, but Mike Lindell says he's going to put them on trial and show you why we immediately need. I do believe we immediately need to go to paper ballot and a hand count. We've got to copy France as hard as that is for me to say. Um, but Mike's got a lot more information. They're going to go through all 50 states of where people stand about the midterm election. So this is going to be a packed weekend. Mike's going to be on later. Talk about it. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. It's college time. People are going back to college. Make sure you get everything folks need for those dorm rooms, the pillows, the sheets, all of it. It's all available. MyPillow.com. Go to promo code WORM. We've got sales virtually across the board and tons of buy one, get one free. So go there today and check it out. Um, I'm bringing in Liz Harrington now, Chief Communications Strategist for President Trump. Uh, Liz, real quickly, the cartel wars is something we're covering deeply and have for the last couple of years here. This would have never happened. This invasion of the southern border would have never happened under President Trump. He did so much and was fought every step of the way I was there, every step of the way by the rhinos, as much as the Democrats, about building the wall, about remaining in Mexico, about every policy. Because part of the old 
Republican Party of Scarborough and Cheney, these guys, they had every opportunity to stop this and they didn't. They actually, just like the Bush apparatus, they exacerbated the problem. They wanted the cheap labor. The Democrats wanted the, the easy votes. Both the Uniparty is guilty on this of what happened. But now the Biden regime is out of control. And now the folks in northern Mexico, it's a bloodbath down there. Finally, these governors have had to step in and bring in the military, bring in paramilitary, bring in intelligence to start rolling people up under terrorism laws. What, what is your what is your sense? You've ridden shotgun with the president for a while. What, what would be his thoughts today on this mess on the border? Well, Steve, you're exactly right. President Trump is the one who had Mexico patrolling our border with thousands of troops because you're right. Congress wouldn't do anything about it. President Trump had to get the wall built himself. He had to get remain in Mexico and he had to use leverage. Our great leverage that we have is the United States of America to get Mexico to secure the border on their side. And look at it now. I mean, it's awful. It's a human tragedy. The sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, uh, let alone the invasion to try to collapse our country. It would have never happened. President Trump would fix it in a heartbeat. He already did. He had it secured. Talk to me about, we've got Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice and Trepper Reporter. We took him from the border and sent him to Wyoming. He's in Cheyenne today. Uh, you know, the, 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 the MAGA forces have taken down the Bush apparatus in the Texas primary early in the year, just took down the McCain apparatus a couple of weeks ago across the board in Arizona. Today, it's Murkowski in Alaska, Cheney in, uh, in Wyoming. And then on the 13th, we just General Bolduck, uh, now is up, he's got a, is a 32%, almost a third of the people backing him with no money, just coming on war room and him going around to every village and town. In, in New Hampshire, which is the key thing, but at War Room, we're, we're, we're uh, honored to be able to give him a voice up there. All the Sununu guys, one's at 16, the rest are at four. So the Sununu dynasty is going to take a big shot there. Uh, give us your thoughts right now of where President Trump, uh, what is, as he looks at Wyoming today in Alaska, what are his thoughts? Well, the days of the pathetic, corrupt, lightweight political dynasty in America are coming to an end. You listed so many of them. The Cheneys, I mean, that ad that Dick Cheney put out, I mean, sums it all up. They're so sad and demented now, and they have nothing left. The people understand what's going on. They've woken up, and they're on the side of righteousness and on truth, and they support President Trump. And so all of those people went against the American people and joined the cabal and just want corruption and uh, illegitimately retained power for endless wars, for unequal trade, for open borders, and ripping off the American people and taking away our constitutional rights, that's coming to an end. And that's why you see this desperation. That's why you see this illegitimate, illegal raid on the 45th president and the leader of the most popular political and peaceful, by the way, movement in American history. You know, the IRS is going to send 87,000 agents after you and me. Well, what do we do? We send 87,000 to Conroe, Texas, rally peacefully. Tens of thousands all across this country. That's what we're about. And they're going to try to pretend otherwise, but everyone is wanting you talk about constitutional rights. I mean, you got you and, uh, and uh, Borsa talking about this the other day. 
They swept out. This was obviously just to get inside Mar-a-Lago and uh, see what they could find. Right. This was a, this was a Absolutely. fishing expedition. It's uh, it's uh, it's obvious that they took port. You don't they take took, three passports. Bi- well, you took, the, even the but but you took you took photo albums. You took uh, Roger Stone's uh, it, uh, immunity uh, issue. You took there's all this other random stuff. It was a fishing expedition and they proved it by the passports. And then they lied about it. And, and they leaked the lie to Nora O'Donnell over at CBS News, who to me should be I don't know how CBS gets unwinds when your executive editor the person in charge of approving everything gets played like and this is so simple they wanted to get out a narrative that the trump was lying and there was nothing there just like they've done at newsweek and other organizations they fed her a lie she jumped all over it looks like a total buffoon and president trump now you know they're getting the passports back this is outrageous and and president trump is not only i think rightfully outraged by that this affidavit it's obvious the affidavit's going to show they didn't tell the magistrate judge about the cooperation. There's no there's no preamble to this thing that showed how he was cooperating. And he, and he left him with saying, hey, any other questions, contact me. Any other questions, anything you guys need, call me. They also know it's going to show who the informant is. This is why they will burn Washington to the ground before they turn over that affidavit. The affidavit's going to show exactly why we've gone this on the Russian hoax and over and over again. This is the administrative state. They're never going to stop until we break them. And we are going to break them. I know Willie Geis is clutching his pearls right now. Willie, that's okay. It's going to be fine. You're, you're, you're not going to be part of it, right? But we're going to break the administrative state. Liz Harrington, your thoughts. Uh, Steve, you're absolutely correct. You know, they hide behind redactions and classification. I mean, it's the same game with Russia, Russia, Russia. We have nothing to hide. President Donald J. Trump is clean as a whistle. That's why he says release it all. But you know who's not clean? The FBI, the DOJ. That's why they have to hide behind everything. The CIA. Remember, John Brennan's intel assessment was totally fraudulent. They claimed the dossier, which was full of a bunch of garbage, was classified. And they weaponized it. I mean, I implore any reporter left. You just mentioned one of these useful idiots. I'm sorry. With all due respect, any reporter left who is not fully corrupt, could you use an ounce of brain power and think for a second, maybe I've seen this game before. Maybe we've been lied to for seven years now and see what the bigger game is here. They're not acting in good faith. They have no legitimate reason. They're violating President constitutional rights and civil liberties because they want to violate all of our the fake news media included. So the sooner you start using some brain power and getting to the truth, the quicker all this corruption comes wide open. And it will. Mark my words. Coming, we have the truth on our side. They cannot hide behind actions. That's why President Trump said, release it all. We have nothing to hide. The only people who are engaging in illegal activity is the corrupt administrative and security state like they have been against the American people and against President Trump, anyone associated with him for years now and must end. 
Liz, I know you know the sweeping wins we're going to have in November, and everybody has got to put their shoulder to the wheel. In fact, you should go to precinctstrategy.com. It's endorsed by President Trump. It costs you no money. These things we talk about, you don't have to donate. You don't have to give any money. Just go. What you have to do is check it out, see if it's of interest to you first. If it is, you can go to your local thing and become a precinct committeeman. Also, you can join everything. We've got uh, USA Today is talking about how Moms for Liberty and these parent right groups are dominating school board elections right now, whether it's a school board, whether it's election board, whether it's becoming a poll worker or election judge, whether it's becoming uh, anything in your town council. We want and need and must have a sweeping victory, not just the House and the Senate. Yes, those also. But at every state level, every county level, down to your school board, down to whatever's going on in your local community, we need you engaged today. That's how we take this to the next level. So, Liz, we know in the sweeping victory we're going to have in the House and taking control of the House in the Senate, things will change in January. But as President Trump, these attacks, by consistent attacks by the compliant regime media, that the DOJ and the FBI, and if you want to see how buffoonish it is, just look at CBS News yesterday. Um, and the senior person, the senior most person in CBS News, is President Trump going to go on offense? Last night he started with, hey, release everything. What more can we expect from the 45th president of the United States, ma'am? Absolutely. It's offense. Enough of even pretending to acting as if these people are acting in good faith. I mean, that's the thing. President Trump says, come on, fellas, like anything you need, give us a call. And they they had that chance to pretend to act in good faith. They've been lying. Um, we're going on offense. And because we have righteous indignation, we have the truth on our side. So absolutely release everything. No redactions. The American people are tough and smart. They can handle the truth. There's a reason why they don't want to let you see what they're hiding. And we've seen this game too many times before. And the American people are absolutely sick. Let let me be blunt. They they did the the nuclear. They've lied about everything. I dare. War Room dares Merrick Garland to try to indict Trump. All this happy talk on the left and the skipping around. We dare you to do it dare you on on this administrative function and the lies you told about the on the affidavit and the spin you put on the affidavit and the lies you've told lies about your involvement to newsweek magazine you've told lies to cbs news about the fbi and the passports you've lied about every aspect this you stood up there in the nation wetting yourself like a hostage video right in front of the whole world and 40 minutes late, three and a half minutes, you bleeded, bleeded it out, bleeded it out, and then you went out and leaked immediately a lie about nuclear to the Washington Post. The nuclear was a lie. The, the passports was a lie. Uh, the affidavit is a lie. Every aspect of this, you've lied and spun, and you've been caught out. And President Trump's going on offense. Liz, any closing thoughts or observations, ma'am? Number one lie that President Donald J. Trump pretending that he's not the most popular American president in history. He got the most votes, whether you take their short change number from the rigged and stolen election in 2020, he is the most popular president in American history. And that popularity is only growing because of their illegitimacy, because of their corruption. And those days of corruptly holding illegitimate power I believe, are very quickly coming to an end. That's why they're doing all these things. 
And I'm with you, Steve. We have the truth on our side. There's nothing that they can do or try to gin up. None of it's going to work because we have the people. Liz, real quickly, how do people get you on social media? Follow you. RealLizUSA at TruthSocial.com. Our former executive editor, and she's no Nora O'Donnell. She never made a mistake. Always at the tip of the spirit. Liz Harrington, thank you so much, Liz, taking time away from your busy schedule to join us here in the War Room. Okay, we've got a breaking scoop from Post Millennial, Savannah, all next in the War Room. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. This is emergency food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. It not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $2.50 a meal. And it will stay at that price today, tomorrow, and in years to come. When food prices may be out of control, that few of us can even afford to eat. In other words, you'll lock in affordable food for years to come. Now think about that. You can lock in the price of food today for years to come. Right now, save $250 on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply is offering their lowest price in years to keep you into food that's cheap. This will help you fight inflation. So go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Lock in these prices at today's prices. Preparewithbannon.com. Do it now. Use your agency. Action, action, action. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Democratic Mayor Eric Adams of New York is upset because he's saying Republican governors, specifically Greg Abbott in Texas, are busing migrants to New York. Is it the Republican governors that are to blame for these buses of migrants, or is it you know companies like yours that are flying all of these migrants to New York? No, it's us. It's us. We've been doing it for uh, since Biden came into the administration, a little bit before that, and it's picked up way a lot when Biden came into office, and we we. We tend to come to these places when it's less packed. You know, we have arrival times of 11 p.m. at night, one in the morning. Sometimes we get flown to a city nearby where there's a smaller airport, and then we drive into the city that way no one sees us. We'll drive in, in a bus, a charter bus, in vans, and we try to avoid the public. But we do this, I want to say, between all the offices in Texas, uh, they're all over the country, but in Texas is where it's most busy. We move anywhere between 2,000 and 5,000 Okay, Savannah now joins us from uh, Post Millennial, and I got to tell you, I love Savannah. Make sure you know the folks at, to the folks at Post Millennial, particularly since you're now part of the whole Charlie Kirk Human Events, Jack Basovic. You guys are on fire. Tell us exactly what we saw there. Who is that individual you're interviewing, and wh- why is it? Why do we have to have his face covered up, and wh- why do we have to have the 
computerized voice. So this is an employee for MVM Inc. And MVM Inc. is the same company that was uh, exposed to be flying migrants in the middle of the night to New York. So that was a story that broke a while back. And um, we are now seeing with this Apologies, Steve, here. I'm getting a bit of an echo. Uh, so basically, MVM Inc. was exposed to be flying migrants to suburban New York in the middle of the night. The reason why this employee is being blurred out right now is for his protection, because he actually gave us an inside scoop into how these children are being moved every single day throughout Texas. He says that in his office, two to 5,000 children are moved per week. However, there are four separate offices here in the Texas area, in McAllen, in Houston, San Antonio. Uh, and of course, we have an area in Pecos as well. So between all of the offices, he's saying around eight to 10,000 kids uh, per week between all offices, and then upwards of eight to 10,000, or uh, I apologize, 30 to 40,000 children per month. So that's a little bit of what we're seeing regarding the numbers of how these children are being bused throughout the US. And um, as well, charter planes, buses, this is the same company that signed a $136 million federal contract last year in 2021 under Joe Biden's administration. So just a bit of an insight on how this is being federally funded and how the Biden administration is paying to ship thousands of children across the US every single day. Well, you know, Eric Adams, uh, Mayor Bowser in D.C., she's called out the National Guard and they've said no because a couple of thousand Abbott. And I wasn't a big fan of when Abbott first did this. But now I think in seeing the meltdown, particularly in New York City, Eric Adams is a complete vapor lock. And they've just had, I think, four or five thousand. And now that they're taking out one of the luxury hotels in Times Square, uh, the old, I think, Milford Hotel, if you remember the commercials from back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, the Milford Plaza, they're taking that hotel and going to house, I think, up to 1,000 illegal aliens uh, that that are coming. And Eric Adams is a complete meltdown. And I think people in New York are going to say, hey, we can't do this. Our welfare system can't handle the folks we have in need. Uh, our education system, our health system, we can't we can't do it right now. But you're talking about numbers on a scale. It makes sense when you then see the entire invasion on a monthly basis and you see what's happening uh, really on the getaways. This just reinforces the fact that, you know, the children are being used by the cartels. They're being used by people as a gateway into the United States. And the Biden administration is exacerbating this. They've created a super highway. They're in on they're not just in on the fix. They're actually part of the fix. And they're paying these companies like this individual you got. That's a, a whistleblower. Can we play the other tape? We have another part of your interview with him. I want to play that right now. For those of us in the audience who might not know what MVM Inc. is, can you explain to us what your company is and what they do? It's a company that focuses on getting, uh, they call it UCs, unaccompanied children, unaccompanied minors, getting them from point A to point B. And most of the time, point A is from a shelter uh, all, all throughout Texas and all across the country. And point B is with a sponsor. Most of the time it's a family member, but lately the numbers are so crazy that it's no longer family members, it's family friends, uh, people who are willing to take them in. And a lot of the times they don't even know each other. So my job is to show up. I get a view folder that tells me where I'm going, who's my partner, and where we're gonna be picking kids up. And my job is to be with them on the airplanes, be with them on the buses. Sometimes it's buses 
and sometimes it's charter planes. When it's charter planes, we move anywhere between 200 to 300 kids on one plane. It won't just be one plane. It will be two, three planes at a time that leave. I do know that when we start off, we'll drop off in Texas. So we'll go from one plane in Texas to another. And then these same charter planes will go to New York. We'll go to California. We'll go to Washington. And then they'll finish off in Oregon or another state nearby. So it's not just one state. It's not just one drop off. You go to one destination, drop off the kids that are getting off there, and then you continue on. So if you could give us an estimate, how many children per month do you think are being moved just in the Texas area? Well, like I said, it's between all the, all the offices. It's in the thousands. I say eight to ten, but that's in one week. So in a month, I would say around 40,000, 30,000 kids. The scale of this is stunning. I, I, Savannah, I want you from Post Millennial. Hang right there. We're going to hold you through the break. Every state, this is what we said on We Build the Wall when we took these conferences all over the country. You see it in War Res right now. Where is a suburb of El Paso? Tijuana is a suburb of San Diego. You you have every town is a border town in this country. Every state's a border, a border state. This is why General Boldick said yesterday, one of the biggest issues in New Hampshire is, is the invasion on the southern border. This is why Steve Cortez said from day one, it's the two eyes. It's the inflation and the illegal immigration. Or actually, in his case, the immigration. Okay, short break. We're going to come back with Savannah. And then we've got some major analysis and assessment of the global economy. Next in the world. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. <laughs> 